Right. Welcome back. We're hey, on. Welcome. Um, oh, wait. I got, Tuesday I got the good evening, right October 6th. Right. It's one of our... Um, it's a night pod. It is a night it's pod. It's been a while. Oh, we don't have the glasses. Do we have the glasses? Oh, shit. We'll, we'll, we'll sip from the same bottle. <laughs> in, in these times? <laughs> no, yeah, no big deal. We can do that. Um, it's just a sampling. What, what, are we, what are we talking about tonight? Well, um, first of all, the Browns are good now. I saw that. What, three and one? Shocking. Three and one? Um, Jimmy Butler is, is, is pretty darn good. So that's a thing. Um, the NFL, I mean, I mean that, that's always to interrupt you there. That's always been a thing. I just think now he's in the finals. And so recency bias, I think Because before people thought he was a slacker. People thought he was a cancer. Well, we'll see. Um, tonight, another game. Uh, the oh, NFL, they're not winning another game. The NFL is dealing with the little little Rona, and they have no logical plan in the, sight. The, the Pats, um, obviously Cam Newton was uh, Of course, positive, Cam Newton. But they got a guy in the practice squad. I know. Well, because everybody thinks that Bill if you Murray. test a negative once, you don't have it, which is Yeah, it's, almost, it's almost as if the virus has an incubation period. Uh, who would have thought? In which it chills. Months. Um, um, in other news, the Astros uh, minutes ago beat the beat the Athletics to go up 2-0 in the ALDS. I saw that. Aren't Looking they like, like the they'll be back in the ALCS for the fourth straight year. Aren't they not as good, though? Didn't, didn't um, they kind of suck? It, they had a much well, harder Well, season. it doesn't really matter anymore. They, yeah, I they mean, made the playoffs have always been a different beast, yeah. And then uh, I saw this graphic on, on Instagram. It was some of the most absurd stat lines of all time, so, so we're going to talk about that. All right, that. let's chat about that. What? All right. Well, let's, well, who's our sponsor this evening? Oh, right. Completely almost forgot about that. It's not usual we say what's going to happen first before we do the thing. That's we true. Start that's doing true. That. Maybe we should lay out a, lay out a, a docket. Um, so today's episode is actually brought to us by um, something that caught my eye today when I happened to be at the store. Um, although our sponsor did send it to us. I wrote them a letter. It, it was waiting us. for you at the store. Yes, it was waiting for me at the store. Um, today we're drinking Headwater Cider. Cider. Yeah. You know, bar- Sam is a big cider guy. Yeah, this is barrel-aged cider. Um, me and Sam actually did a, a, a cider testing this past weekend. Oh, it was delightful. It was delicious. The palate was amazing. It was like apple pie in, a, in liquid form. Three ingredients. Apples, sugar, yeast. Doesn't get more simple and than presumptively that. presumptively alcohol. Well, I think that's what happens when you let the yeast ferment. All right. Um, all right and it's interesting. It's not a cork or a twist. It's like you're opening it like a, like a beer. Let's get a good noise. Oh, jeez. That was yeah, underwhelming. Was underwhelming. I imagine there's much carbon in here, but boy, does it smell like apples. <laughs> Let's see what this is all about. You know, I'm huh? actually allergic to apples, Sam. Really? But I think it's the skin. Because if I have just the bear, then I'm fine. That's a good pour. That is a good-looking pour. Oh, man. You know, allergies, I never got that. I never got allergies. But that I imagine will, everyone's allergic to What something. I don't get is how people can, I mean, I guess I'm kind of one of them, but how can you be allergic to, like, things that are just a part of nature? Like, yeah. people who are allergic to grass. It's like, where did that come or from? pollen. I'm allergic to pollen. It's deadly. Um, let's see. This first side review, I guess. Although, I don't know what to call this. Not going to lie, it tastes like wine. Am I hallucinating? It does not taste like cider. It does not taste like cider <laughs> at like all. It tastes like wine, bro. No, this tastes like water with a hint of something that's not water. I don't taste apples at all. I taste wine. I feel like I'm drinking white wine. It's a very light wine. It's a good way to put it. I mean, it's fine, I guess. It's not bad. I mean, it's drinkable. I'm going to go ahead and say 
Disappointing to say the least. I'll give it a 5-5. Five, five. Yep. All wow. right. Well, let's get into it, huh? So if anyone who hasn't paid attention to, uh, to the NFL, the Browns are 3-1. And, um, and, and this past Sunday... QB controversy over there. Well, this past Sunday, they, they went up... I think they were up 21 on the Cowboys, who stink. The Cowboys suck. Every year, they, they're, there's this narrative, the Cowboys are going to be good, they're going to run through the NFC well, East, the and every is, year, they stink. Well, you know, the Cowboys are interesting to me because Dak is good. I think Dak's I don't okay. even think Dak's that good. Dak no, is no, no, good no. because they're always so far behind and he can just air it out. Yeah, but either way, like he's Dak is a decent quarterback, but the thing is he's going to get paid, right? But the Cowboys, in my opinion, aren't going to pay him. But the same money that they weren't going to give to him, they're also not going to spend on the rest of their team. So it's like they're stuck in perpetual suckhood because they don't want to spend money. Well, they're making money regardless. Well, if you remember, there was this whole thing where I think it was 20 – it was the year – it was like the few years leading up to before they drafted Zeke, or maybe before they had somebody else. Where so this is they just Dez. Dez hadn't left yet. Well, whatever. They loaded yeah. up on offensive linemen, first round picks for like three straight years, and then all of a sudden they found themselves with the best offensive line in the league. They have they still uh, have Romo at this point. Then they still had yeah. Romo, and they had that running back who I'm fucking blanking on Murray something. Mm. Demarco Murray. Yeah. They had Demarco Murray. He ran for like nearly two thousand yards, and then they ship him off, and they get. They get Zeke, and they sh- – I don't – like, where, where's this – where'd the offensive line go? Where'd they go? Because now they can't do anything. I love the narrative. I, that's, that's what I love about sports. Um, you know, there's – I think there's three good things about sports. It's the culture that it br- comes with. You know, like, you get to be around people, whatever. It's the narratives. Um, and I forget the third thing. Jeez. It'll that's come why to you. you never say numbers before. It'll come to you. Um, but either way, it's the narratives um, and the expectations. That might have been the third thing. It's like every sports league has this team that there's such a mythos around them. Like in the NBA, you have the Lakers to an extent, the Knicks. Like you wouldn't shit on the Knicks if they were in, um, I don't know, Kansas City. I right? mean, if the Knicks were just another team in the middle of fucking nowhere, yeah, they'd be then they'd just irrelevant. be a bad team. Yeah, yeah because be a there's a mythos around them. They're it's the, it's expected. The mystique. Yeah, and like MLB, I mean, you got the Yankees who actually live up to the it. The Yankees, twenty-seven rings. That's honestly unbelievable. No, yeah, that's unbelievable. It's a lot of fucking rings. Yeah. But uh, let's talk Jimmy Butler, Jimmy buckets. You like Jimmy? I take him on my team. Are you kidding me? I just. Whenever I watch him play, it's like the man is playing in slow motion. See, I was getting a haircut today, and I was talking with my barber. We had a, an interesting chat. Shout Great out, barber, by the way. Out shout out Jordan. Um, Matt's barber, downtown Amherst. But um, what I was going to say is... Not a paid partnership. <laughs> the, the interesting thing about Jimmy is that he might be... And there's probably comparisons to this, but he might be... I don't know if he's a superstar yet. I'm not ready to throw that word around, but... How good he is is interesting because, to me, he has no desire whatsoever to score. He'll score whenever he wants, presumably. Like he, he wants to win. He can shoot. He can pass. But he, d- he doesn't need to score. He doesn't need to shoot 30 times. Like, he even said today, which I think is silly, and I, I will be dying laughing if he, he actually does He does say it. some ridiculous things. But it, after they won game three, he goes on to the press conference, and he says... You know, I just want to win. He had a 40-point triple-double. Third person ever do it. LeBron, Jerry West, Jimmy Butler. Great company to be in. After that game, he goes and says, um, I don't, give, I don't like, care about the scoring. I don't give a shit about the scoring. Next game, I want to score zero and still win. <laughs> he did not say I swear that. To God. He, says, I, he says, next game, I don't want to score a single point. It's like, what kind of thought process is that? Well, there's the whole story he, about when he was leaving Minnesota that he he teamed up with the third stringers, with the third stringers and whooped the starters' ass without, without scoring, without scoring. Yeah, all defense, pass, and passing and facilitating. 
which to me it's like that is the psych the psychoticness I think of Jimmy Butler because if you want to win, right, you're going to do anything it takes to win. When I coach, I coach a little basketball here and there. I tell the guys, if you if there's a shot that you take that's a good shot, as backwards as it may sound, it's actually selfish of you to not shoot, right? And so, like, for Jimmy to go out there and say, you know, I, I don't want to shoot. Either way, though, I mean, In a way, you're acting detrimentally to your own team. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I don't think he'll score zero points tonight. Yeah, no. But, I mean, no, I, I wish him the best. Personally, I think that's the only game Miami's going to win. Um, I, f- I think that the Lakers have this one. Well, when a team is severely outmatched and outmanned, there's always one game where there's, like, a, a bright light from the underdog team. One player goes off. It's, like, AI in 01, dropping, yep. like, 45. That was his AI game. That was his AI game, 100%. Or... I saw someone talking about when Kobe had, like, 48 against the Pistons in 04. They mm. had no business winning that series. And what I'll say, too, is it's easy to say. LeBron, when he dropped 51 against uh, Golden State two years ago, game one. What I was going to say is it's easy to say, like, uh, they won't win another game. They won't win another game. But I genuinely think if somehow they win tonight, they will not win another game. I mean, the Lakers played bad. Jimmy played out of his mind, and AD was non was a non factor because he was in foul trouble all night. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that it's over. But that's that's my piece on Jimmy. I would take him on any team. All right, sorry, I would take him on my team um, if possible. Um, in our league, Sam does have Jimmy Butler, so he's slightly I do, biased. I do have Jimmy, and interestingly enough, when I play you, Noah, I really don't use Jimmy. There was one game he had like seventeen assists. Yeah, no, sir. He's he's a guy who's a floor presence. But um, what do we got? Um, so let's talk a little. The other side of the NFL is this uh, this coronavirus thing, right? As to my knowledge, they're out here. The plan. Oh, the NFL? the it plan. Sounds like they're continuing. Well, to me, the plan is if players get it, they're going to postpone the games. But they have no built-in area to replay these games because it's not like baseball where you have this little buffer period at the end or you have days off. The NFL, like, teams have bye weeks at different times. Like, you can't just postpone games. To me, it seems like they're treating COVID like an injury. But um, I think it's, like, let's say it's Which makes sense to some degree. Yeah, let's say it's a Monday and both teams don't play until Sunday and there's a positive test. Then I think it's a little better because then you can see who else has it. But I think if somebody gets it on a Saturday... And then they can, and then they say, "Oh, yeah, you don't play." On well, that's Sunday. basically what happened with Cam. I think Cam tested positive on what Friday. Yeah, I mean, my question is like, does that mean tomorrow another Patriot will test? I mean, because you, you never know. You never know. And so, like, for and then they to, ended up actually playing. Yeah, the game. for them to continue playing, I seem, I feel like may backfire. But it's a, it's the road to uh, the Super Bowl. You know, they they will have a Super Bowl. They will. The have NFL a Super Bowl. will hold a Super Bowl. Um, and you, I got, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Jesus, I don't know. You know, I honestly... I'm putting the Chiefs in there. I'm just going to go ahead and say. You know, I saw something. I can't confirm it if it's true, but I think it was Bet365, or maybe it was Bet Now, um, is already paying out all their futures well, on the Sam, Chiefs. you know what I will say? The Patriots, no Cam Newton. We kind of held our own in there with the Chiefs. That's what we were I talking I think about the today. Patriots might be the second-best team in the AFC. No, they might be in the... Uh, I think the Cam Newton Patriots again, might be the second-best team in the to, AFC. Talking to the barber about this today, I think that... And I like Tom Brady. Who doesn't like Tom Brady? But I think that... Five touchdowns the other day. Bill 
currently, he hasn't won the war, which maybe it's probably not even a war. I don't think it's, I think people overblow it, but let's pretend that it is. I think Belichick is currently winning that war. I think Bill is, is slightly ahead. I the, think he's the slightly ahead. The Pats look pretty good right I now. I think that it's, it's safe to say that um, even with all the injuries we have and all the people who chose to sit out, no Tom Brady, no Cam Newton, this team is still formidable. But, you know, Tommy is out there, three and one. Yeah, addition and diamond. The Bruce Arian, um, Bruce Arian ball does not hit. I'll tell you that right now. I, I saw a statistic: every QB who plays under him plays garbage. Well, so. dude, Mike Evans is a fucking tank, and I'm not just saying that because he's on my fantasy team. But the man had eight catches for 147 yards and touchdown on one leg. No, yeah, tank. I mean, the tank. Nothing gets him out of the game. But uh, let's talk a little MLB, right? So. Obviously, the, Playoffs, right? the Dodgers are pretty good. Aren't they um, always, though? Well, yeah, but uh, I found this quote by Mookie Betts that I want to talk about. Hurts me to talk about it, but he goes, um, I'm actually insulted I had to show up for this round. I'm usually a show up in the division round type of guy. Mookie said that? Really? It's not the usual humble pie you get out of Boston. He's, he's living that L.A. lifestyle now. He's got him talking like that. Well, my question off of that is, do you think players think like that? What? Oh, like regularly? Yeah. That like they're... They're too good for certain aspects of the game? You know, I've always been a proponent that there are... And it, like, maybe it's cliche, but there are levels to athletes, right? Like um, tiers, so to say, regardless of your sport. There are people who are uh, just there collecting a paycheck... There are people who are uh, good but aren't going to leave a legacy behind. Um, there's legacy people, but, like, they just so happen to be good, not best or whatever. But then on top of that, there's, like, the people who, like, the cameras are on them. They expect them to win. Um, but even besides that point, I think that there are people who – really what I'm saying is there are people who genuinely care about winning, like, truly care about winning. And then there are people who are collecting a paycheck and could care less. I think that if you separate the athletes in those two buckets, yeah, there are probably some people who feel insulted um, to be playing in certain rounds. Like, uh, like if Westbrook next year is like a well, seven seed, I think he's gonna be feeling like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Well, I here? think a part of it is is these players in the MLB. They're used to having such a small playoffs. Yeah, it's normally like five teams in each side make the playoffs. No, and yeah. now you've got six, eighteen, to- sixteen total. But here's another thing, right? So, like we said before, the Astros. Moving about, they're up 2-0. Okay, not a foregone conclusion. The A's could come back, but they're about to move on to the ALCS, right? And the Yankees look pretty good. But the Astros, if they win the championship, that's like a little, that's like the biggest slap in the face to the rest of the league you could ever do. That's like the equivalent of like ding-dong ditching with a bag of shit and lighting it on fire. (laughs) That's a quote right there. (laughs) um, No, yeah, I guess if they come out and win this year, um, after all the backlash, which, in my opinion, maybe I'm not in the right social media spaces, but I thought they were a little light on the Astros. I, I mean, I, I think they were especially light on the Sox. But <laughs> Sox, like, it didn't even happen. But I feel like they the, suck. So it's I feel okay. like the Astros really didn't get that much heat um, to the point where, I mean, you tell me, like, was it? It was confirmed that they were cheating. Oh, they cheated. I Big feel like time. they. I feel like they got no heat. 
Well, well, the players got no heat. Coach got fired. They got us some fines. Lost a couple picks, but the co- the players got no heat. Yeah. I mean, they got hit by pitch a few times, but I feel, I feel like people forgot it. But you know what the funniest thing is? How you know how we always talk about that we're on to we're on to twenty twenty one. We're on to bigger and better things next year. The Red Sox are getting on that bandwagon. They're posting up on their social media saying. You know, we're like just looking to contend in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they started saying. I mean, at this point, though, the season, does the they, season have an they, asterisk They're no you? small market team. Does the season have an asterisk to you? MLB, I think partially, because you got to look at it. Like, the Marlins are currently in the ALDS. And they typically suck. They stink. They, yeah. like, go out of their way to be bad. Yeah. They just collect their, their revenue-sharing well, check that, and get uh, the hell out. Is, that a, is Jeter over there? Jeter is a new partial owner, yes. And then the first thing he did was ship fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, and he sent people to New York. Sent Stan in the Union to yeah. New York. <laughs> you know, this stuff's kind of growing on me, Sam. It's yeah, really not bad. I mean, I'm going to stick to my score, but it's an interesting taste. Here, go ahead and pour yourself some. I got you. I keep coming back for more. That pour sound is delicious. It is nice. Um, I mean, it's not very carbonated either. No, it's, it's flat. For sure. It has a apple aftertaste, but you can really tell, I think the more I think about it, that it is really just apples, water, and some yeast that they let, <laughs> s- that, that they let sit around. For What's the alcohol percentage on that bad boy? This is eight. Okay, so it's all right. not probably technically a wine, but I don't, know, I don't know what they would consider. Um, well, anyway, let's get into our hey, into our pulp in this. Apple juice, some, pulp. Oh, dude, don't get you it. Like orange, you don't like pulp in your orange juice? I hate pulp. I'm, I a, I'm, a, I'm, a, no, I'm a no pulp kind of guy. But let's get into this little uh, talk about uh, crazy stat lines. That we're wrong? crazy stat lines. Let me read them out. Let me find it real quick. I'll read them out. What do we got? So first one is C.J. Watson in 2013 had one point, one rebound, one assist, one block, one turnover, oh, one you, steal, you, one foul. Are you listing your favorites? I know. I'm, I'm going to read them out, oh, and then okay. we'll talk about our yeah. our most bizarre ones yeah, yeah. personally. And then in 1993, Dennis Rodman had zero points on 0 for 5 shooting, but he had 28 rebounds in 45 minutes of play. That was with the Spurs. And then in 2000, 2000, Allen Houston had 37 points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. Um, 1993, Kenny Walker, zero, 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 nothing in 12 minutes. That's not really that bizarre. I feel like that happens sometimes. Um... 2012, Russ Swall Butler. Do you know how to pronounce that? I don't. Rajul, I Raj- believe, Rajul? right? Rajul? I don't know. Uh, zero minutes, but he had one turnover. Interesting. Um, Manute Bowl, 1987. 10 points, 19 rebounds, 15 blocks. That's quite impressive. Chris Paul, 2016, 20, 20 and 20, and no turnovers. That's hard to do. Is it? 20 points, 20 assists, no turnovers. I don't know how people turn the ball over so fucking much. Speak for yourself. Go play in the league. (laughs) Um, Jan Vesely, 2013, six fouls in eight minutes. That's impressive. Um, 2017, Rajon Rondo, two points, seven rebounds, but 25 assists. Classic Rondo stat line. And then obviously you got Wilt, 100 points in a game. Dude, I got to go. I got to take a shit. We got (laughs) to. All right, we're back. Um, we never left. My buddy. mother's my mother's listening, so I won't say where I just went. <laughs> but boy, was it not pretty. All right. So, um, so, so, what are your what's your most bizarre out of, out of what I just read, Sam? Um, I'm not gonna go and say that I think this one's bizarre, but how about I tell you which one's my favorite? Okay. Um, the bias here is probably strong. Um, I think I have. I have something to say about a couple of them, but my favorite one's going to be the Rondo one 
two points, really? seven boards, 25 assists. And I, I think it's funny because Rondo, um, in all his greatness, probably m- realistically it's the my... the most Rondo stat line I've ever heard in my life. That's why I'm saying it. Rondo's in my top two or three point guards of all time, but that is the most Rondo stat of all time because I truly think that he goes out there solely to pad his stats at, at times. At times, I think that he is fully aware more than anyone what his stat line is. Um, so that's that. That's my, that's my favorite. But I think, what you asked me, what my, the worst one there was? The most, or the most ridiculous? The most ridiculous, um, to be honest, I want to say Jan Vasily, six fouls in eight minutes in terms of that's how my list. tough that is to be done. But in reality... You have to go in the game with, like, malicious intent. Yeah, eight minutes. And keep minutes. in mind, that's not just, like, eight consecutive minutes. That means you came in for, like, different stints. Yeah. You probably prob- have two you or three minutes up, of a time, exactly. and you're picking up, like, four fouls at a time. That's pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the most ridiculous, but the funniest one, in my opinion, is Rajul Butler. Which Zero minutes, one turnover. <laughs> and that is funny because uh, that means that everyone who is watching that game did better than him. People who had DNPs, whether you were the 15th guy on the bench, the G League two, two-way player, the coaches, the fans, the ball I mean, boy, the popcorn guy, the guy on the couch, the guy in the nosebleeds, the guy in the, the guy outside. I mean, what it means is he got subbed in. He played so unbelievably bad for like <laughs> 30 to 45 seconds. Coach pulled him after one turnover. Yeah. He just looked so lost that the coach had to pull him. Um, so I had Jan Vesely on there. And then I think the whole like... Allen Houston, 37 points. Nothing else is... You got to try. That's a commitment to doing nothing else. That is else. a commitment to doing nothing besides... Like, very little passing probably went on there. Like, you're telling me not a single rebound just, like, kicked your way and you couldn't pick it up? Like, he didn't play... He played good minutes. No, You're going to yeah. play a whole game. You're not going to get a single rebound That one's assist. impressive. That one's impressive. That's like... Or even a steal. Y- y- I think you can do that in 2K, and that's about it. You can do that, I think, in 2K. I don't even think you could do that in 2K just because the computer would probably get at least one rebound. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. That's a commitment to to uh, everything. No, that's a commitment to buckets and, and along nothing the, else. And along the same lines, the Rodman one is ridiculous. What was that one? 28 rebounds, no points. You're going to tell 28 me... 28 rebounds is tough to get just off people missing. Well, that's the thing. You're going to tell me that not that none of those rebounds were like... Not a few of them were offensive rebounds where you just ended up right under the hoop and you just missed them or you decided not to shoot. That's hard to do. You know, that's funny. And not only he's playing 45 minutes not scoring. That's also hard to do. That's funny you say that because um, there's, a th- there's a theory. I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory. I'll call it a, th- a theory of conspiracy. Andre Drummond, um, who I really don't know how he did this year in Cleveland or whatever when they traded him, but he typically leads. I think top- he led the league in rebounds. Yeah, yeah, he typically leads the league in rebounds. Big rebounder. The, I watched this video in this article that claims that he actually is not so much of a great rebounder, but he just can't make any layups. And so he <laughs> just so happens to be right there when he misses, and so he's padding up these stats. So he's just catching his he's own catching ball. He's catching his own ball over and over someone's again. Someone's got to look into that. Yeah, someone's, study. someone's got to investigate what's Somebody going on Somebody roll here. the tape. Because I want to know, if I'm a basketball player... And I throw the ball. Perp- Let's say I'm on a fast break, and I purposely throw the ball off the rim, and I catch it. Is that now a rebound for me? Well, what I'm wondering is, if I'm on a fast break, I throw myself off the backward alley oop. Is that now an assist? Those are the important questions to be asked. And that's that's what we're going to inquire to the to the NBA Association about. We'll have our interns look into that. Billy, oh, 
Joel. Joel's new. Sarah's Same. back there too. Sarah, don't forget about Sarah. She's she's a good egg. Um so yeah, that's that's what I have for the most ridiculous one. Um those stats are funny. I'd love to see an equivalent for something like football. Um Yeah, that's cause, tough. Cuz QB for QBs it might be like low yards, high touchdowns. You know, what like, I, you know what I like in the NFL? I like like when they say how many passes a quarterback has missed in a row. Because I feel like you get some pretty high numbers and it's hard to do. You know who's been getting shafted a little bit? Um, Tom Brady. I've been watching the Bucks. These guys dropping passes left and right like they've never caught a ball they in their play, life. They play very bad in yeah. the first half of games. Well, He also throws the ball at their fucking feet. Um, that would be my pet peeve if I was out there. He, I mean, hate to... Um, act like I know better than Tom Brady, but it looks like he's passing it like in almost uncatchable positions down. If I was a receiver, I'd be like, dude, put it in my hands. In New England, he always threw it low, too. Which is ridiculous. Well, he doesn't want to get picked off. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> put, it, <laughs> put it where the, it should be, and it won't get picked off. Have some trust in your receivers. When I was playing football, I'd be like, yo, what the hell are you doing? Put, put the ball in my hands. You know, you know what we should talk about very briefly before we wrap up? Bill O'Brien. I think it's pretty fucking funny that he's done. Yeah, he, he really traded away the best wide, one of the best wide receivers in football, and thought they would be fine. I mean, that's not the only thing he did do. He he trades away Hopkins. He trades away, I believe, their first round, their second I mean, round, I'm, and their I, third round. The only round person there's there's a very select few group of coaches that can do the whole coach GM thing. It's like Bill Belichick, Doc Rivers couldn't do it. Like Red Auerbach. That's another one. Um, I mean, it's such a tough position that it doesn't even exist, really, in most sports. Yeah. For, I mean, I think there's a reason it doesn't exist. A lot of times you think you can coach certain people a certain way and then it doesn't I work mean, out. It's funny because he's wearing a lot of hats. He's the head coach. He's the GM. He, uh, he's pretty much he's the, the offensive, offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's the offensive coordinator. And so it's like... And football is funny to me because it is so funny when a coach gets fired to me. In football, to me, it, it I don't. You can't fire coaches midseason in well, the NFL. To me, it's almost like it's not even based on performance. It's just like they're like, I mean, obviously it's based on performance to an extent, but sometimes people stink it up for a while before they get the can. So if you get the can midseason, you, you gotta do something really, like real bad. Yeah, Dan Quinn's next. Dan, Dan Quinn is Quinn next. Is Falcons next. zero and four should be three and one. I don't know how the the Falcons fans uh, do it. We talked about it last time, but I, I do feel mildly bad for those folk. The That's what we should do every uh, every week. We should start doing, I mean, I don't want to bite Barstool, but we should have some coaches on a theoretical hot seat. Some people should be looked at under a, a microscope. Un, like, their time is coming. I wouldn't have guessed Doc's time was coming, but Glenn, actually. He has to be called Glenn Rivers now. That's what he wants to be called, Glenn? He says there's only one Doc in Philadelphia, and that's Dr. J. Wow. So he would like to be called Glenn Rivers now. Glenn Rivers. You know, about that, I feel Imagine I feel slightly bad for, for Dan Tony. Dan Tony thought he was walking right in to yeah. the 76 was a good gig. Simmons and Bede didn't have to deal he with might, He might have a year off of coaching because the Pelicans might not want him. They don't play that style. I couldn't see him going to New Orleans. He's, a, he's a big Ty market Lue guy. They're saying Ty Lue over there. You think Ty Lue will leave the Lakers? Yes. You know, I bet Jason Jason Kidd might go coach somewhere. You know what I would love is Dan Tony to join our staff. So they so so Kemba can ball hog even more than he already does. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I take that back. But all right. Back. Good stuff today. You know, that's I you know, I almost want to re-rate it. It it, it grew on no, me. No, it, it really did grow did. on me. It's it's definitely in the sevens now, the way I'm sipping on it. Well, I do want to ask you, what section of the liquor store did you find that in? 
So I went to Watroba. Watroba. Um, and it was right when I walked in. It was like the immediately first shelf, and I was like, "They're trying to get rid of it." Yeah, I mean, I doubt many people go in there looking for that, but it served its purpose. Right. All right. That's See you guys wrap. next week. Follow us on the gram and app coming soon. Oh, we forgot that at the beginning. October 18th. There, October 18th. I said it on the air. It's out there. Next, yeah. we'll be on the gram. Right. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Peace. Yeah.